everyone, and welcome to Learn to Adult, the podcast guiding you to adulting better. My name is Abby, and this week we are going to be talking about everyone's favorite topic, cleaning. But not just any cleaning. Oh no, spring cleaning. What is spring cleaning, you ask? Well, that's because apparently there's nothing to do in the spring, because in April it just rains too much. So we all just want to sit inside cleaning, because, you know, you're bored. So let's clean some stuff. Also, because there's nothing more adult than proactive cleaning. So, you know when you go to someone's house and you think, wow, their house is super clean. Well, it's because there are little things that they are doing that you were probably not thinking to do. Well, welcome to the podcast. That's what we're here to talk about. So things like wiping down your crown molding. What's crown molding, Abby? I'll tell you when we get there. But things like that. Just adult things of thinking, I need to wipe down the screens and the windows. That's what we're here to talk about, guys. Because it's spring, and that's what we're going to do. And if I sound a little different today, it's because we've got all the windows in the house open. Because, obviously, it's springtime. It's warm. We mowed the lawn for the first time. Ugh. Being an adult. I'll tell you what about being an adult that always makes me laugh. That I now notice the first person on the block who mows their lawn. And I am instantly mad at them. It's like, no, now I have to mow. When I say I have to mow, I mean my husband has to mow. But still, that's not the point. The point is now we have to mow and go do landscaping because that guy down the street who's retired, he already did it. Ugh, it's a whole thing. If you live in an apartment and you don't have a lawn, you don't have to worry about these things. It's amazing. But for those of us with lawns, you never want to be the first one to mow your lawn because then you're that guy. Unless your aspiration is to be that guy, in which case, you probably already missed it, because I know some people who mowed their lawn in, like, February. It was a weird winter. Okay, so we're going to get right into it. What can you do for spring cleaning, and what makes spring cleaning different than regular cleaning? So, spring cleaning is the little things you wouldn't do normally. So, okay, I there is a whole list on idreamofclean.net. I am going to be throwing a thousand links at you guys. They will all be in the show notes for you to follow and enjoy. Also, In My Head is a song from this TV show called Rocco's Modern Life. It's a cartoon. It paved the way for shows like SpongeBob SquarePants. But it has a whole episode about spring cleaning and they sing the whole song. I'd put a clip here, but I'm not sure what the copyright things are. So there will 100% be a link for that. So listen to that and then have that in your head the entire time you are cleaning. It has been in my head since I've decided on this topic. Again, like I said, riddled with links. There is an entire list on idreamofclean.net, the ultimate spring cleaning checklist. It has everything. It goes down to minute things like things to dust all the way to like the big things like, hey, hire some guy to clean out your chimney, which sounds like a weird innuendo, but it's not. It's real. You need to get your chimney cleaned. It's probably full of dead squirrels and just carbon. So, okay. Go to that. It has an entire exhaustive list that if I went all the way through this, it'd be a four-hour podcast. But I just picked a couple that are simple, easy to go with. The first thing I will say, clean your carpets, especially if you have pets. Your, Your carpets are nasty. So, cleaning your carpet, how do you do that? Well, carpet cleaners are kind of expensive, so most people just rent them. You go rent a carpet cleaner, you go buy some shampooer, and uh, you spend the day sucking all the dirt from the last year out of your carpet. Uh, this this isn't as hard as it seems. Like, it kind of does because you have to go to the store, you have to rent the thing, 
bring it back. You only have so much time until you give it back. It's a whole thing. But it's actually pretty simple to use. And a couple podcasts ago when I was talking about when our basement flooded, we had to go through and clean the carpets. It's weird. I'm not a big cleaner. But carpet cleaning, put my headphones on, listen to a couple podcasts. Whole basement was clean. It's amazing. So you can usually get these from like Lowe's or Home Depot. There will be a link to therugdoctor.com. They have rental locations and you just type in your zip code and you can, it tells you where the nearest location is. Easy peasy. Okay, so you've cleaned your carpets because they're nasty. Well, what about the stuff that's not carpet? Mop the floors, hooray. Okay, so that's pretty simple. You go to the store, you find the, the mop stuff, put it in a bucket and you mop. Okay, cool. But also, if you're using like a used mop or a mop that's not, that's not, you don't know when the last time it was cleaned, you're going to want to disinfect it because if it's been sitting around and it wasn't cleaned properly the first time, you don't want to spread that stuff on your floor. You're just making it worse and you don't want to spend the whole afternoon making your house worse. So disinfect your mop. There is a link for a lifehacker.com that explains how to disinfect your mops. Usually if you can disconnect the mop head, you just throw it in the washer with some bleach and detergent and you're all set. But a lot of mops, you can't do that. So you just got to shove it in a bucket full of water and bleach. A lot of bleach involved. Or if you have sponges, they walk through sponge disinfecting. I say just buy new sponges. They're not really expensive. And the one foolproof way, fun fact, to disinfect a sponge is to, with it all wet, put it in the microwave. It works, but your whole house is going to smell like a sponge. That's just the long and the short of it. That, that's the bed you're going to lie on if you microwave a sponge. Okay, so we've mopped the floors, we've cleaned the carpets. What else? Okay, important one. Changing the batteries in your smoke detector and your carbon monoxide detector. Now, you can do this if your area recognizes daylight savings time. So some people just do it every time you set the clocks forwards or back, change the batteries. There's one rule of thumb. Or you can just do it in the spring. Spring cleaning, time change the batteries if they last that long. You never want to hear that beeping sound. It's terrible. And you just wake up at three o'clock in the morning going, oh, the beeping is terrible. Next thing to do, we're going to shake out our rugs because if you got a rug, you know, a nice rug that pulled the whole room together. If it's been sitting there for a while, you're going to need to shake it loose. Now you can vacuum your rugs all you want, but sometimes you just want to take them out back and shake the crap out of them. You get all the dust flying out of them. Also, it's kind of therapeutic. But you're also going to want to move them because you have to clean under the rugs. Now, just, I mean, that seems common sense, but sometimes you just let the rug sit there long enough, you forget that there's carpet or floor underneath it. Gotta run the old sweeper or the Swiffer underneath that once in a while, so maybe just during spring cleaning. So now what else? Dusting. Now this one you might want to do first, since maybe you'll just get dust everywhere before you start vacuuming and carpet cleaning, but dust all of the things. And don't just get like the little feather duster because that doesn't do anything except move the dust around your house. You're going to clean one thing, but you're putting the dust somewhere else. Now, most of the time, what you'll just use is kind of a damp cloth to kind of wipe a cloth or a, a paper towel to wipe things down. And you just do it in the places that you're not normally dusting. Now, like your bookshelf or any kind of shelf, really, because I've noticed that it's like, oh, that shelf's been up there for like two years and I haven't been face-to-face -face with it, okay, everything is covered in dust. Just get up there, clean them out, makes everything just a little bit nicer. Also, um, a big one, above your ceiling fan blades. That one's always a tricky one because you don't think that dust would collect there, and if during the winter, like we do, we have our ceiling fans off. 
Well, dust collects there, and then when you turn it on in the summer, once you've opened up the windows, that dust flies everywhere, and then you sneeze for the rest of your life. It's terrible. But get up there, clean up the, clean off those fan blades before you turn it on and have a snow of terrible dust. It's the worst. And there will be a link in the show notes for a good housekeeping article about how to dust different things, because obviously sometimes you also have to dust your electronics, and taking a wet rag to those not always the best plan so okay big area for cleaning the kitchen this is a big one because your kitchen gets away from me sometime your first one the fridge oh my god I don't know about you but I have science fair projects growing in the back of my fridge I don't know what it is it's in Tupperware it's grown a weird color I don't remember whatever is in there you just gotta throw it out and sometimes you just stare at it and you look at it and you're like I need to throw that out but you just don't like it's just something that sits in the back of your fridge for the rest of your life. You just think, well, whenever this fridge is decommissioned, that Tupperware container is going with it. Go through, pitch stuff that's expired, pitch old Tupperware, just clean it out. And then also, if you can, pull some of the shelving out and actually wash them down. Because you spill stuff in your fridge and sometimes you don't get it all cleaned up. It's nice to go in there with a rag and get it all nice and clean. Maybe a little bit of bleach, depending on how disgusting it is. But yeah, clean out your fridge. Along with cleaning out your fridge, your pantry. Now, obviously, this isn't going to be anything that needs wiped down, but kind of go through and check your cans, see if they need, you know, see if they're expired, see if they need to be pitched. Your rice, like if you have any rice or any sort of like ready-made meals that need to go, Check that. Get them out of there before you think that you have macaroni and cheese and you try to make it and you realize it expired two years ago. Just go out and clean out that pantry. Another big one, cleaning out your stove and your oven. That's going to be another things to wipe down and things that you're not usually cleaning. Getting under those burners. Um, A lot of ovens have self-cleaning features. See if you have your instructions or usually there's a YouTube video for it. Find whatever your oven is and find the best way to clean it. Because all ovens are different. I can't give like one guideline for it. But hey, clean your oven. You spilled a bunch of crap in there when you were learning to cook and it needs to be cleaned out. Because it's weird that every time you start your oven, it smells like burnt macaroni and cheese. Hmm. I have macaroni and cheese on the brain. Odd. (laughs) Another thing to wipe down your microwave. uh, When (laughs) I splatter stuff in my microwave all the time. And sometimes I get hungry and don't wipe them down. So your microwave gets a little bit. Clean out your microwave. Okay. And now for some of the final ones. Wash your walls. This seems insane. But sometimes your walls need cleaned. Just get a damp cloth. Wash them down. Maybe a little bit of soapy water. Nothing too overly soapy but just enough that you can wash over it then another damp cloth depending on how dirty your walls have somehow gotten you can also do the crown molding or the floor molding crown molding if you don't know is the part that like wood thing that runs across where your ceiling meets your wall and then floor molding is the exact same thing except on your floor it's amazing clean those up you know run along those get any like because usually those are kind of dusty but clean along those It's also where you're going to want to run your vacuum cleaner and stuff because, you know, stuff gets in those little seams. Uh, Let's see, what else? Windows. Okay, so you need to clean your windows. Now, you can just do the outside, but most windows, you should be able to get to the outside without needing to be actually on the outside of your house. Little Windex. That one's a simple one. Windex and some paper towels. Wipe, 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 wipe. Easy peasy, you're on your way. 
My final one, and this would go back to the decluttering episode, go through your clothes and see if there's anything you need to donate or trash. Just go through your wardrobe and see what needs to be purged. Big thing with spring cleaning is purging stuff. Go through your house, figure out what you do and don't need. Just start donating or just trashing stuff. Sometimes stuff doesn't need to be donated. It just needs to die. And then you're decluttered and everything's nice. If your house needs the deep clean that you desperately know it needs, that's what spring cleaning is for. Just do one or two of the items. You don't have to do all of them, obviously. Just something that you don't normally do. It helps keep the house in a manageable state. And if you're renting an apartment, a lot of these things are going to be, hey, getting your security deposit back. And you always want the security deposit back. Unless you got a giant hole in the wall and then I can't help you there. But also, if you're living in an apartment, double check and see, like, with uh, carpet cleaning and things like that. Sometimes they'll hire, they have people come in and do that for you. So don't spend a bunch of money when your, you know, landlord or whatever is going to do that for you. So double check if you are renting a place to see if they're going to come in and do any of that stuff for you before you obviously shell out a bunch of money. But if you own a house, no one's coming to help you. You on your own, you got to clean your own house. All right, guys, that's my uh, rapid fire advice for spring cleaning. I hope it helped or at least gave you some ideas. Again, bajillions of links will be listed in the show notes if you need any hints or ideas about what you need to be doing. And the list I originally talked about, the idreamofclean.net, it actually has some links within that that will lead you to, well, it's within their own website, but it does help you with how-to on things. And if you're wondering about things, again, there's a YouTube video for everything. Someone can walk you through it. It's amazing. But if you have any direct questions for me, you can obviously email me, learntoadult at gmail.com, or you can get me on Twitter at learntoadult. There's also a Facebook group, which I realized that for the last two podcasts, I believe I was giving the incorrect link for, facebook.com slash learntoadultpodcast slash learntoadult, also a page, not my page, but a good page nonetheless. So subscribe to either. One's mine, one's not mine. What are you going to do? So you can find this podcast anywhere podcasts are found, iTunes, Stitcher, or Google Play. And thank you guys for all of the recent iTunes reviews. You guys are great. Someone said that they listened to the networking episode and that they really enjoyed it. Also on one fun platform that I really like called Cast Crunch, someone made a comment about the networking episode saying that if you went to college... A lot of the times the alumni association or alumni of the college can give you a lot of really interesting tips and help you in your career. So if you went to college, look into your alumni. They can usually like to point you in the right direction and obviously they like to uh, help you out. So thanks Ulrich for that idea. I completely glossed over it. I apologize. So yeah, thank you guys for listening. I will talk to you guys next week. Bye.